Hello, and welcome to this episode of the 5 Year Reunion. I'm Emily Cherish. Today, we're in my hometown of Newtown, Connecticut, and I'm kicking this episode off by visiting a few places I've never been in town. So let's start by seeing what the deal is at the local bait and tackle shop. Can you tell me the story of that flag? So the store was founded by TJ DeFelice. He was a special operations sniper for the uh, Marines. He's from Newtown, a flag that we have on our back wall. Um, was actually flown in Saddam's palace when he was over there. So we got a little bit of history in the shop. My name is Devin Ramos. This is uh, Bounty Hunter Custom Bait and Tackle on 129 South Main Street in Newtown. We are a custom bait company, so everything on our back wall with our logo on it, we make in-house from pouring the lead, injecting the plastic, picking out the hooks that you can get. Um, It's usually better quality than what you can buy in the store, and that's why we do it, because we love it. COVID has brought in a bunch of new people because everyone wanted to go out and experience the outdoors. It's a blessing and a curse because, one, we get a ton of new people, but then again, we sell out of inventory pretty quick. Even (laughs) even now, we're still struggling a little bit, but uh, hopefully it'll get better. So our worms are in the white fridge over here. So we got crawlers. They're 12 to a dozen or 12 to a box. They're quite large. Dillies, which are medium size, there's 15 to a box. These are live worms. All live. <laughs> Delivered every Wednesday, nice and fresh. We've got trout worms, which are 24 to a box. They are also quite a bit smaller, Ooh. more manageable. Who finds these worms? I wish I could tell you. <laughs> and these are the nasty worms, which are uh, sandworms from oh. up in Maine. Yeah, they're pretty gross. They got oh. they got pincers, and they're more so saltwater oriented. Oh my god, yeah. that's so scary. And they will pinch you too, so. Oh god. <laughs> After my stomach settled, I headed over to see a group of former classmates. They opted to do this interview together, which I was excited about because first group recording. Do you mind if I hit my jewel? Oh yeah, please. <laughs> I've never smoked a cigarette. Whoa. Isn't that interesting? That's interesting. Yeah. I've never smoked a cigarette. <laughs> never smoked a cigarette. <laughs> Michaela and I smoke a few cigarettes. We have smoked <laughs> Hello, I'm Claudia Morris. I'm Michaela Hall. And I'm Devin Luzardi. I'm still friends with like the friends we were in high school. I feel like a lot of people lose touch with like their high school friends and everyone older always used to say like you're not gonna have such a great friend group when you're like out of college, but I mean, I'm still friends with these dudes, so. So nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been friends with a lot of my friends since high school, but I've also, like, kind of gotten away from some of them. A lot of growing up has, has been done over the past couple of years. Independence and, and just learning to be able to live with yourself, be comfortable with yourself, because at the end of the day, you have to for the entirety of your life. You're going to be with who? What was the fabric of Newtown were you like growing up and how did that inform who you became after high school? You taught me how to drink. Oh god, <laughs> that's scary. Newtown is good for a lot of things. Um, it's good for the relationships I built. It's good for um, the education I got. We, we were a top 300 high school in America when we graduated, I believe. Were we? I think we got an award. Wow. How think. do you remember that? Because we got an award. Okay. <laughs> there are elements uh, to Newtown that I don't like. There are parts of Newtown that can almost engulf you and uh, there's so many other things that I want to do with my life Mm. and this is not some place that I want to get stuck. What were your three years like like in school? (laughs) (laughs) My three years. Uh, 
I think something I'm like very grateful for is I was able to like live up the time I had there. I was really able to experience the college years and like the stories I have. I never like they're half of them are so embarrassing. I'm like, oh my god, like, I was such like a little hoe or like just like stupid <laughs> shit like that. We're like in the real world now, and mm. it's just so much different. Like having to go to work and having to actually like worry about someone's lives. <laughs> like yeah. that my patient can die tonight, and I have to be in charge of that. Mm. I'm like, I'm only 22. Like it's just weird. We play this game hot seat. <laughs> What's hot seat? So we have <laughs> we 30 seconds, person to person, and they have. 30 seconds, we can ask them any question possible. Can we do that now? Yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> I'll go on the hot seat. I have a question. Oh, All right, I got, I got At a 1 out of 10 attractiveness level, how do you rate yourself? Um, an 8. Okay. There's better out there, but I'm not too bad. <laughs> Someone like from high school, rando, that you've always thought was hot. You know me. Um, I can think of some. You've girl, told me some. A girl that I think is very pretty in high school would be Jackie Scobo. Yes! If you could... um. What was I gonna ask? If there's like, I had a really confident story. <laughs> if you could do any drug, what would it be? If I wasn't a pussy, I'd so do shrooms because I've done acid, but I don't like, I don't know. Something about shrooms seems like everyone says like you're more in touch with like your emotions and get really deep, and I'm gonna get scared of that shit. So, cool. but everyone says you're emotional on shrooms. Mm. So I think I'd get into like a weird state of mind <laughs> if I did that. Mm. Claudia dates one of my good friends, Charlie Fletcher. Mm -hmm. I want to know, Claudia, do you think that you and Charlie are going to get married? Oh, that's a good one. Great question. I like that. Oh, you're turning red, viewers. Listeners. <laughs> I think where relationships going, it's. I'd never want to jinx it, but I think it's a very high possibility. Oh. I think like our relationship has been like really like on the uptrend of what it was in the past. It's only looking like better right now. I don't like bringing it up, but I think one of my biggest like formative things since senior year of high school towards now is I figured out how precious life is. Um, senior year I had like, you pro I don't know if you knew, but like I had my crazy sleepwalking accident. I don't know if no. you know. I fell out of my second story window onto pavement. Yeah, I was just straight sleepwalking. It's like nothing happened to me. I kind of tweaked my nose and I got like some black and blues, like whatever. Wow. And I think like that moment, how it changed my like life of how I perceive now is life could end just like that. Mm. And like we can never take things for granted because literally like that, we still don't know why it happened. Like we still don't, I wasn't trying to like nothing. Like I literally woke up on pavement and I was like, where the fuck am I right now? Like. Building off that, I don't know if we want to talk about it, but like one of her friends like recently like passed away. That was like a reality check for all of us. I think it just like hit us that like we're not special, like this could happen to any of us. Like yeah, we're not invincible. This could happen. We're um, still Yeah, that very recent. But yeah. Trying to figure it all out, but life is short. Life is short. We have to live it to the fullest. Tell your friends you love them. Even though Tell your friends you, that you don't, the people you don't know, you love them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing, I guess, but it's also not a great thing because my wallet doesn't like it. Every single time recently, I've been getting drunk about a homeless, a homeless man, fifty dollars worth of groceries. Wait, say that one more time. <laughs> I definitely missed something. I don't know. I feel terrible, and buy him fucking food, and then I look at my credit card the next day, and I'm like, oh shit, did it again, <laughs> Claudia. But I don't know. I think it's important to. Even the people you don't know, to always like reach out and yeah, 
even if you don't. You're know. a big proponent of that, right? Like I am. Just connecting with everyone. Yes, she's a you very social people. person. The night after I transferred to UNH, my mom's car at home got broken into, and she just went to the bank and taken out enough money to pay my tuition and they broke into her car and took all of it which was a bummer love my mom great woman police came they you know took care of my family and did everything they could i was kind of bothered by it because i was home for a full year nothing happened and like the day i moved to go to unh that happens and i was just i don't know just kind of kind of helpless being away and i just felt bad and you know you want to be there for the people that you love and you can't which sucks but you know we're lucky it was just a, a car robbery instead of them trying to break into the home where my actual loved ones are mm. so yeah they took money but money's just an object and they didn't hurt anyone i love so it could have been worse i just regret not being as open as i am now i feel like in high school we were in like a bubble this is the people we like think we're gonna be with for the rest of our lives but like going to college and like meeting all these new people like I wish I like talked to like so many different other people in high school because they're like so cool now and like I mean I guess we were young and we didn't really like think that in the mm -hmm. moment but like I just I met so many cool people in college I'm like oh this person's definitely doing the same but who's like someone that you met in college that like my roommate definitely I met her freshman year like on a Facebook page like your roommate yeah. she's very adventurous like she's always doing different things all the time and I'm like damn I've never thought about life in the way that she does um right now she's like in LA working at like poker tables and like wow. making money like she's always in a different country want to I like want to be like that because I'm a very reserved person and I just wish I was more I don't know like a yes person like trying to like I don't know take advantage of like opportunities like that I would say my biggest regret since high school something I didn't do was trying to distance myself from like like family bullshit I had to go through in high school. My dad went to jail for a few years and that's like I kind of let those moments depict how I was going to live my everyday life because I kind of like internally like self-pitied myself and was like oh my dad's a piece of shit so I can never trust guys so I can never do this so I can never do this and it's something like I struggled with for like a year because I didn't like I try not to let any guys come into my life. Yeah I had my guy friends but like I was still like hesitant at times because I was like oh they're gonna fuck me over and say like all these promises they couldn't keep but I think that was something I've definitely like held on to for a lot longer than I wish I did but could you describe Claudia and Claudia described <gasps> Devin and Devin described Michaela oh this is fun Claudia as a person is very caring the most caring person I've ever met in my life like if you ever need something just text her and she'll help you she's gonna start crying um <laughs> she's also just like the most social and i wish i was more like her in that sense like could talk to anybody that's her as a person devin something that i've like appreciate about him is his sense of strength yet his sense of vulnerability i remember this one time i was in rhode island this is just like something little and i was like sitting at breakfast or something with my family and i get a call from devin and i'm like oh that's weird like devin's calling me or whatever and i just remember like sitting on the phone with him for like an hour and i was like i get off the phone and i'm just like i, I feel like my whole spirits just got lifted up and like they just like 
I don't know if I was having a bad day or something, but Devin can always lift up your spirits no matter the dark of day or the happiest of days. Devin can always lift them up even more. A true hype man. (laughs) True hype. Michaela, as you could tell, is a sweetheart. She's one of the sweetest girls I've ever met. She, like Claudia kind of just said about me, which I appreciate, (laughs) is good energy every time you're with her. Um, Very genuine. Um, Every time that her and I get together, we have a good time, which I love. Um, Michaela and I go back to fifth grade, and I don't think that we've ever had a bad time together. No. She says that she's reserved and she's not that outgoing, but I've seen her, you know, get along with every person she's ever interacted with. Uh, look at her right now. She's adorable. And every time I see her... Podcast listeners like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really see her, but... M- Michaela is somebody that I will be friends with for the rest of my life. After finishing up, I headed over to the Newtown Volunteer Ambulance. They just got a new building and... Honestly, who doesn't love people volunteering to save lives? Hi, my name is Michelle Greenspan. I'm an EMT with Newtown Volunteer Ambulance. Uh, Diane Salvo, and we're here at uh, Newtown Volunteer Ambulance headquarters. (laughs) We respond to 911 dispatch calls for the town of Newtown. Uh, We are an all-volunteer EMT service. We do have paid paramedics on staff. Being able to help someone in need when they're at their worst is uh, rewarding. Cardiac arrest, being able to get someone to the hospital in time um, to save a life, uh, or as simple as helping someone back up off the floor. Having people come and thank us for what we've done, it's humbling actually very much. We do this because we love it. I mean, we're we're volunteering. So what is it like serving Newtown? You don't realize who your neighbors are. <laughs> that's the truth. We live in a gorgeous town filled with wonderful people. And as a general rule, that holds true. But there are areas, I think, in every town, your eyes are opened to the needs of certain areas or, or residents. Very interesting to, to see that and to be there for everyone you thought was there and the people that you didn't realize were there. I mean, just driving around, seeing the different house types here, it's very nice. There's quite a bit of strata. You can go out in a farm, you know, drive down Sugar Street and you get caught behind a tractor. Um, But then there's people here, you know, that are probably CEOs of large companies. Newtown Ambulance is always looking for new members. Holding a valid EMT license in the state of Connecticut is is all you need. Go to our website and fill out an application. My next classmate is my best friend on the planet. I consider him like a brother. We did everything together. We have some good times together. He's just one of those people that's going to be around for sure. We can drive around wherever. I I even like these back roads. Yeah, we can do back roads. Music? Sure. Hey, I'm Evan DiGirolamo. We are sitting on a dock in Newtown. And uh, what's our relationship now? Um, we are, I guess we call each other family rather than friends because I feel like friends just doesn't, that's too thin of a, <laughs> it's too thin of a relationship for us to have, I think. Yeah, I agree. I went to uh, Emerson College for film, which was interesting. Um, It's like a very uh, uppity kind of art school um, that's in Boston. 
and I also unfortunately ran into like some very like unstable straight men in college. <laughs> and that definitely changed a lot of things, I think. I think in college, um, just being, yeah, being able to like meet someone and connect with someone from somewhere else is a very weird thing. Especially, you know what's funny? You never know who these people were in high school yeah. when you go to college. So it's really funny that anyone like, like I didn't know this person meeting him. I bet 20 bucks he was just that like, awkward annoying kid who like made fucking noises in class or something like you never know who these people were in their high school lives um but i met this kid who was um how would you describe i literally i never liked him i the first time i met him i was like oh this guy sucks. <laughs> you knew something was off yeah I knew something yeah was off, but yeah i was blind yeah um, he's basically just someone who was like trying to figure out his sexuality on you. I, isn't that, yeah, isn't that, describe it. yeah. And that has happened to me like a billion times, whether it be like people from high school or people from college, like every, I, everyone's guinea pig. It feels like yeah. I was like spending 24 hours a day with this person, just like doing all these different kinds of drugs. He was just very off. And I feel like I was just ignoring all these billions of warning signs and things. And then I just got myself into something really crummy that I feel like I could have, could have not you know yeah. that um certain experience ended up uh having me write music randomly which I never thought I was going to do ever it's it's just weird because I, I went into college going for film and then I ended up coming out with music and it was like such a it's literally like a life thing like it's really like a yeah so much change and it came from like such a nasty nasty thing but mm -hmm. like I'm really I guess I'm happy that's my whole entire life changed trajectory because of that I yeah. think I was very 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 depressed in high school um and had like a few brushes with um completing that task and um I didn't so I think in the past few years a positive has been that I've been I've had the extra time to be kind of like not thriving I wouldn't say I'm thriving <laughs> by any means but I'm in a I've been stuck in a box where I can like start to mentally put myself together in, in some departments. What are your thoughts on like on like the gay male psyche? A lot of people I see on Twitter now are like oh my god gay people have it so easy like white gay men blah 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 which oh my god there are so many that needs to be said out there there are so many annoying white gay men we, it just needs to that's a disclaimer <laughs> but the way that people think that gay people just all of a sudden hopped through one fucking hula hoop after 2015 after gay marriage was legalized when you're forced to live a double life up until the point when you're 18 and a lot of people maybe even people from our high school class you know will be living this life until they're Likely. married and with yeah. kids and wanting to die you know there's it's it is so unfair um you're told to be a completely different person every uh every essence of your manhood in any sense and i don't give a shit about anyone's manhood but any essence of that is completely just demolished to the floor you know which gave me a negative view of masculinity in a few years i want to be a little more stable <laughs> than i am i think i want to be i really do want to be happy i really do or not even like that's not like possible yeah. but i mean like i want to be like content and i think i've been getting to a place somewhere like that sometimes yeah Today I had a bummy day, and yesterday I feel like, but... Um, I think my cousin Chris would definitely be, like, my rock. I came out to them uh, sophomore year of high school at the very end, and I'll never forget, we were, like, driving 
in circles around the Edmontown Hall because we were going to see some random movie with Kate Blanchett. Um, and we were going to meet no. someone there. <laughs> we ended up like skipping the movie because it started and I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell them. So we ended up skipping the movie and like driving around all night and like we grabbed a pack of cigs and like just listened to music and drove through town and I came out to them and it was so interesting to just see a happy reaction to that. And you told me on Halloween. I did, yeah. I came Halloween out to you. Wait, here. didn't wasn't that by the Edmonton Hall too? I was like, it was by the Edmonton Hall, and I was in a fucking like M M&M and M costume. I was so happy when you came out to me in high school too, because oh, I was yeah? like, oh my god, one for the team, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our evil agenda. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just happy to have like a best friend that I could relate to and talk to like that. Yeah. Um, After finishing up with Evan, I head to see my final classmate for this episode. I haven't seen him in a few years, but we just have great friend chemistry. I don't know. Up here. Oh, it's it's a pentatonic scale. That's the uh, flats and sharps, and then like bass notes. We have a camp up in Colebrook, Connecticut um, called Babrivka. It's a piece of land that someone bought as a Ukrainian and made it like has cabins and stuff. Yeah, so like every summer we go for a week and play Bandura with other Ukrainians from Connecticut, from Wyoming, from New Jersey, yeah. The former uh, first kids of Ukraine come sometimes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It looks kind of like a lute, like a older, older family guitar. I'm Elias Nikichuk. What's changed since high school? Um... Well, I'm a dude now. I started playing rugby in college for a bit, mm. um, but then it got weird after I transitioned. I didn't want to be like a guy with a sports bra on, like mm. tackling people. I was like, this is weird. Cause once I went on testosterone, I had to play on the guy's team. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. So I just got like uncomfortable. Still yeah. off rugby, but that's maybe like an after top surgery thing. So. Yeah. For sure. And when did you transition? Um, like after my first semester of college, so like a year and a half after we graduated. Yeah. And I'm looking at you now. You are so handsome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> we you. both have, for some reason, the same amount of facial hair. <laughs> Gotta get that checked out. <laughs> my perception of you from high school is you had a lot of like specific interests. Really into music. You always have creative things up your sleeve, making these projects. Activism for gun violence, of course. What are your current interests now, if you were to identify a few? Biking, I love. Mountain biking, It. I love nature. I love whizzing through trees at like 20 miles an hour. Mm. And um, it's a thrill. Mm. And it's healthy. It, yeah, good workout. Get nice and sweaty. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to talk to anybody yes. while you're doing it, unless you choose to. So I'm like on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of like traveling, you went to the Ukraine yes. for a while. So after I graduated high school, I took a gap year. I worked for like that fall semester, pretty much at a pizza place and doing overnights at Target. Made a bunch of money, went to Europe to travel and also teach English in Ukraine. Um, so I was in Ukraine for about a month straight, two months straight, doing uh, the English teaching. And then I went to like 11 different countries in Europe, um, just backpacking and jumping from hostel to hostel. Yeah, that was really fun. Met a lot of cool people. Got to drink and party before pretty much everyone else did because 
we weren't 21 yet. Yeah, I gl- I'm glad I got like those club experiences mm. because by the time that I turned 21 and then the rest of my friends turned 21, because I took that gap year, I was older a year than oh, my friends, right? Weird, yeah. So my friends all turned 21 and then COVID hit. I really haven't been to like an American club. I don't think I've actually been to a club club. I've, right? I go to like gay bars, but not yeah. like. A I've never club. been to a gay bar. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, we gotta go. <laughs> Guys really love me. Yeah. That's so I, funny. It's concerning sometimes. <laughs> and when I go to a gay guy bar, I get like pushed on the stairs. <laughs> you did identify as a lesbian when yeah. you were in high school. You were the first lesbian that I knew. <laughs> I was like, wow, like they're so cool like I could never like have that confidence in high school like I was too afraid that was not something that I could do but I always saw you as like this beacon <laughs> how are you so confident and so yourself well first of all thank you yes um and I think it just gets to a point where if you don't live your life the way you want it to be it just gets miserable and you realize that like just by doing one thing, you can, like, live a better life. I don't know. I would have been very, very, very uncomfortable in high school had I just been a straight woman, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And just historically, I never really was that. Of course. So. When did, the, like, the thoughts of you coming into who you are now, like, yeah. who you've always been, like, when did that start to realize well, I mean, I've always been questioning my gender, especially, like, after middle school, because I, I feel like you don't really realize who you are until middle school, or, like, you don't That's really form. Facts. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? I think so. Um, But, I mean, there was a lot going on our freshman year, and I came out as gay, like, in, like, November or October, Oh, right? wow. Of our freshman year. Wow. And then Sandy Hook happened, and I feel like... For me personally, I had to work through that stuff before I could go on, like, focusing on my gender, you know? So I think that's why I didn't really, I didn't um, transition until college. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're happy. Yeah. I'm a beautiful butterfly. And now you're a beautiful (laughs) butterfly with an equal amount of facial hair. (laughs) Still wondering what's going on. Um, my parents are gonna move down to Virginia. I've kind of fallen more in love with Connecticut since I've been here for the past couple of months and I haven't talked to anybody because mm. <laughs> it's a beautiful state, especially in the spring. There's not a lot to do here, but if it's if you're in the middle of a pandemic, it, like there's not anything to do anyways. Yeah. So I just think it's pretty here and it smells nice. And I don't know. Uh, I think you don't realize how good of a life you have in Connecticut until you move out. Are you looking for love? Um, not actively, more passively. Mm -hmm. I'm really just trying to focus on myself right now because it's not like I can go out clubbing and find someone or... Will you find love at the club? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? And online dating just sucks, Mm. especially as a trans guy. Like, I get a lot of attention from dudes, which I don't really want, right. really, um, but not as much from females. Do people, like, bring that up? Like, do you disclose that on your profile? I, or? I personally do because I'd rather just be upfront than yeah. have to maybe talk, well, keep it secret for a couple of 
dates or something. What's like your type? I like women that are terrifying. Okay. <laughs> Historically speaking. Historically speaking. Are they inherently scary? Mostly they're inherently scary, but I like being a little on edge. Wow. Just a little bit. That's very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up speaking Russian. Grandparents are from um, Crimea, Ukraine. Hmm. The peninsula that was overtaken by Russia, um, I think in 2013, 2014. I mean, it was the USSR when they were living there, hmm. and Russian was generally the spoken language. Um, so, yeah, I grew up speaking Russian, but I've been learning Ukrainian mostly through music. Um wow. Like, learning old Ukrainian folk songs with the bandura, but also listening to, like, Ukrainian rap. Which... Can you play a Ukrainian rap? Yeah. I want to hear one. So there's this rapper, Alyona Alyona, who's been pretty popular the past couple of years. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like American instrumental. Yeah. Can you send me that song, actually? Yeah, of course. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Five Year Reunion. I'm Emily Cherish. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. If you've liked what you heard so far, you can write a review. And if you don't, honestly, bad reviews are welcome. Next week will be the last episode of this eight-part series. We're going to go to some of my favorite places in Newtown, talk to a few more classmates, and I'm going to answer some of the questions that I've been asking throughout this series. So, see you next week.